You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dearly beloved of Jesus, what is Jesus doing when he says to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Well, obviously you say he's taking care of his mother. He's being a good son, and you would be right. But everything that Jesus does, he does also for you. What is he really doing? In our first two words today, we heard that Jesus brought with him to the cross his forgiveness. Father, forgive them, and then to the thief, truly you will be with me in paradise. In this word, we see most especially that Jesus also brought to the cross with him his righteousness that he has come to win forgiveness and he has come to do so as the righteous one. Even from the cross, he is perfectly fulfilling the Ten Commandments. Even there, he fears, loves, and trusts in God above all things. Even there, he prays and meditates on the scriptures. Even there, he honors his mother. And so he brings our sin in his body as if one beam of the cross, and then he also brings his perfect righteousness as if the other beam of the cross, so that as it is written, mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. In this way, there are sort of two crosses for us to see. There is the physical cross that physically held up the body of Jesus. But then there is the theological cross, the intersection of God's mercy and his justice, of Christ's forgiveness and his perfect righteousness. And this cross is held together by his body. This cross, Jesus himself in his bloody flesh, holds together so that he is the mechanism, so to speak, uh, for both words coming true, both God's justice and his mercy. He in his body bore our sins, and by his stripes you have been healed, that is, saved. Jesus knows that the forgiveness of sins is, so to speak, only half the job if, if by that, it means that Jesus died for our sins so that we could have a second chance to get out there and fulfill the law's demands. If the forgiveness Jesus won merely gave us a blank slate, a second chance, then we would still be in trouble. For the command would still stand. Honor your father and your mother. 
along with all the rest. The law would still demand fulfillment if our slate were merely wiped clean. The law says, do this and you will live. And who will do it? You? Would you, given a fresh start, live as one without sin? It's a good thing, a gospel thing, that Jesus suffered even for our second chance sins, and our third, and so on. For all the times we swore to God and ourselves that we would never, do it again. But you know full well that again came, didn't it? And it came again and again and again. Who will rescue us from the burden of the law's just and strict requirements? In a lot of Christian teaching, this is what you get. Jesus died so that you can have a second chance. So get out there and get cracking. And in a sick and self-damning sort of way, this flatters the old Adam. He rather likes the idea that salvation is a project that can, he can keep working on with a little help from some second and third chances along the way. Maybe this time, God will be impressed and his conscience will clear up but you know better. As the saying goes, sometimes giving someone a second chance is like giving them an extra bullet because they miss you the first time. Given a second chance, we would only shoot ourselves again. Beloved of God, you don't need a second chance or even a third or a fourth. You need a Savior. You need the one whose name is the Lord, our righteousness. For those who recognize this about themselves, the cross is good news. It's two beams. Forgiveness and righteousness are pure joy and comfort. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness for all who believe. Righteousness does not come to you by the law but by the promise. A sweet swap has occurred. Jesus gets your sin. You get his perfect righteousness as faithful son of God and son of Mary. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Dear Christian, you are the righteousness of God. And don't you forget it. Christ has kept his word. The Father has kept his promise. He has punished the sinner and given the inheritance to the righteous. You are the righteous because you have put on Christ. Christ became the sinner, and the Father forsook him in your stead. Both are accomplished, sins forgiven and righteousness given. For the fourth commandment, for the other nine.
For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do, by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. What a gift. My conscience is not merely wiped blank, but it is filled up with Christ and bold before God. Yes, such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. You do not live under the condemnation and threats of the law. Jesus brought his perfect righteousness to the cross. Even there as he suffered, honoring his mother, praying his prayers, entrusting himself to the Father. And he gives you this righteousness when he clothed you in baptism and preached you the gospel. Don't get me wrong. You must still obey the commandment, but not for righteousness, but for your neighbor's sake and as a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord who is himself your righteousness. So yes, you see, Jesus brings our sin in his body as if one beam of the cross, and then he also brings his perfect righteousness as if the other beam of the cross, that as it is written, mercy and truth are met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.